0: I want you to work on your self-belief and confidence. Write out what kind of confidence you will need to have to achieve that goal. What beliefs do you need to believe to achieve that goal? You know, someone said to Michael Jordan, you're so lucky, he said, I know, the more I train, the luckier I become, because you make your own luck. Write out your beliefs, write out the confidence you will give to yourself because you can fill yourself up with confidence. You were born with it. You haven't lost it. You've just buried it under limiting beliefs. You can remove those. Let's go to another page, and this is really important. You are worth it. You might go, look, that's just the same as the other page. Not quite, and even if it was, I want you to exhaust yourself with writing. You may just say I've only written three lines, it's fine, but tomorrow you might think of another one and come back. Why are you worth it? Why do you deserve this goal? What makes you worth it? Why do you know you're worth it? How do you know you are worth it? And if you don't know, how are you going to know that you are worth it? You must believe you're worth it. You must know you're worth it. When you know it, The world will join you in knowing it too. Remember, pause the video. Please don't try and keep up with me. This is serious. I want you to pause, write, unpause, write more. I want you to do this. Most people listen to these tutorials, but this is not something to listen to. It's something to participate in. Do it with me. I'm doing this for you. I want you to have phenomenal success. And while you're writing, I'm going to tell you something you probably already know. There were many studies in the 50s where they took a group of graduates and said, how many of you have goals and how many of you write them down amazingly? I think, this is not word for word, so please don't quote me, but I pretty much know this. I believe 3% of that graduating year had goals and wrote them out. A higher percentage had goals and didn't write them out, and another group had no goals at all. They went back 20 years later, 30 years later, the wealth of the 3% who had goals and wrote them out was worth more than the other 97% combined. Not only did they have monetary goals that they'd reached, they had better relationships, better health, and all of this was attributed right back to one thing. They had goals, They wrote them out, and they wrote out how to achieve them, why to achieve them, what it would feel like when they achieved them, who would benefit when they achieved them. They didn't probably do all of that, but that's what I make my clients do. And if you do it, you know that you can have that success because that test has been done more than once. It was done again in the 1980s. It was done again in the 1990s, and we're doing it today. Write out your goals, write out your why, write out your reasons, write out what you are going to learn. The new things you're going to learn. If you're going to be a writer, you're going to be a speaker. If you're going to have your own business, you better learn accountancy and so on and so on. If you're going to sell, you need to learn how to speak. If you want to be a great anything, you need to learn marketing. I train people in to be being phenomenal therapists, I tell them the truth, look, it doesn't matter how amazing you are if nobody knows where you are.
1: The biggest message I want to get across when it comes to the law of attraction is that it requires effort. It requires some type of action. That's why in the word attraction, you see action in the word. You don't just get to write down something on a piece of paper or have a vision board or, you know, map something out or cut out photos and, and look at it in front of you every single day, or write down things on a piece of paper and think hard about it for a few minutes and then expect everything in your life to change and to be this magnet of opportunities, have everyone that you want in your life attracted to you, money, good health, opportunities with your career. It's not gonna happen overnight like that. And I wish it did, but it's not that easy. So there are some beliefs and actions that we need to take place in order for it to work and that's what we're going to do by diving into today. So the first thing you want to think about is switching from negativity to positivity. So many people get caught up In focusing on what they don't want to happen in their future and I want to talk about this a little bit towards the end of this video on how to focus on some of the negative things that could happen but really focusing on the positive for the main part of your life we'll talk about that towards the end because this is an important distinction but they start living almost in constant fear of what could go wrong and what won't work out and when we come from this place of well, I don't know, if I put myself out there, you know, it's not gonna work out, and then I'm gonna get made fun of, and then people, I'm gonna be embarrassed, and then I'm gonna be stressed, and no one's gonna love me. And then we go in this rabbit hole and this kind of cycle of fear and anxiety, and that is not how you attract good things in your life. You can't start from your way of being of negativity and fear and expect to attract beautiful things in your life. So. We, we need to eliminate the negative self-talk, and an environment that's easy to get stuck in sometimes can be the negative self-talk. And there's so much negativity in the world, and if you don't actively work to shift your focus, to shift your thoughts and your mind, that negativity will consume you. And that's where the law of attraction comes in. Now, for me, it's about focusing less on what I don't want to happen in the future and actually focus on what I do want. And again, I think a lot of people focus on what they don't want too much. And you start to attract the things you're thinking about. I don't want this, I don't want that. Those things start to come to you. You start to see them. It's like the old example of someone says, you know, don't think of a pink elephant. You start to see it and you start to imagine it. And you say, well, I don't want to be poor. You start to feel it and you start to imagine it and you start to have anxiety around it. So you want to really think about the positive things in your life. You want to think about what do I want to attract? Who do I want to become? What do I want to overcome? So for example, if you're becoming a negative person, you're more likely to attract more negative people rather than positive ones because positive people won't want to be around you, you know? Negativity keeps company and so does positivity. When you start to see other positive people that are like you, you say, I wanna hang out with those people. Those people are gonna to continue to lift me up. I can lift them up. It's a good cycle. But the negative stuff you start to attract, when you talk about gossip and you talk about bad news and you talk about comparison and judgment and anxiety and stress, that feeds in a community of other people that speak in the same language. So you wanna shift your language and start thinking more positively. And if you feel like you aren't deserving of a loving, relationship, a loving partner, you're most likely going to attract the wrong type of people in your life. And if you're focusing on how much money you don't have in your life right now or how your business could fail, you're not going to be able to focus your energy on the right clients or the products that will take your business to the next level or the skills you need to develop to help you grow. Now your thoughts dictate your actions and where your energy goes. So you want to be thinking about What can I do to replace these negative thoughts, the anxiousness or the fear? How can I replace it so my energy can go in a more positive direction? And again, where you put your energy into is what you attract. So if you're thinking negative thoughts all day long, you're probably gonna attract that. If you're thinking gratitude and positive thoughts, you'll start to see that show up differently. So how can we put the law of attraction into practice? Now let's go back to our examples and apply a new way of thinking. If you are caught in thinking negatively about the world and about yourself, this is so important, what would change inside of you if you looked around and you wrote down five things that you're grateful for about the world? Now this, for me, is part of the secret to the law of attraction. It's The foundation is gratitude. It's your way of being, must be grateful in order to attract new things. There's so many things in my life that I should not have attracted because I didn't have the skills, because I didn't have the tools, because I didn't have the education, because I didn't have the money, because I didn't have the resources. So many things that I shouldn't have attracted, but because I had the foundation of gratitude, passion, joy, curiosity, those things started to come to me and they can come to you as well if you come from that place of gratitude as your foundation. So you wanna think about What are these things that are important to me in my life? You know, it can be simple things. It could be like this cup of coffee that I have right now. It can be that I have a roof over my head, that I've got quality friends, that I'm healthy, you know, that I'm walking in nature today. It doesn't have to be some grandiose thing that's happened to you to be grateful for. I'm so grateful for these little present moments with people that I care about to spend an hour on the beach, to go for a walk with a friend, to have a good conversation with someone and talk about something that I'm going through. For me, that's just as meaningful. The moments in between the big moments are just as meaningful. So write down these things or think about these things. This is something I embed in my daily life. When I wake up, I think about what I'm grateful for. When I go to sleep, I I think about and reflect on the things I'm grateful for from that day. And it's just my way of being for as much as I can. Now I'm not perfect, I make mistakes, and there's some times I'm negative, but it's something that I try to really focus on as much as possible. So instead of saying that you're not enough, that you don't deserve success, what if you looked in the mirror on a daily basis? I dare you to look in the mirror on a daily basis and say I am enough and I do deserve the results that I want to create in my life because I show up, because I'm consistent, because I work hard, because I care about my work. If you looked in the mirror and you did this consistently for 30 days and you actually used the word action in attraction and you put it into practice on a daily basis towards that growth, I'd be amazed to see what you attract and what you manifest in your life. Or if you felt like you weren't deserving of a loving partner and just kept focusing on the wrong people, what if you said, you know what, I am deserving of a loving partner because I care deeply about those around me and I'm worthy of feeling deeply cared about myself. And what if you started to change your thoughts and behaviors around yourself and say, I'm not gonna keep doing the things that I've always done. I'm gonna start showing up differently and love myself, not needing someone else to love me who maybe isn't in the right mindset. And start distancing yourself from those typical patterns that you've had in the past and love yourself first and see what you attract from that loving, grateful place with yourself. Or if you are in a tough financial spot, maybe you're struggling financially and you've been trying to start a business or a side hustle. I've been there, I know what this feels like, it's not fun. For a long time I was living on my sister's couch and I didn't have much money. It was really stressful. I remember this feeling of being stuck, feeling like I was never going to make any money. And when I was focusing on that feeling of I'm never gonna make this money, I feel stuck, I feel trapped, When's this gonna happen? Feeling this anxiousness, this stress around it. It was really impossible for me to think of creative ideas. It was impossible for me to take action because I was living in the stress as opposed to the gratitude for what I was having in that moment. I should have been focusing on, you know what? My sister is allowing me to stay here for free so I have some time to learn a new skill. I made $100 this day. I should be grateful for that. Not a focusing on what I'm lacking or what I don't have, but what I am creating on a daily basis. And I started to ask different questions around this time, like, how can I be of service to other people? How can I add as much value to someone else? Or what are my top skill sets that I can use to my advantage that no one else has? Like, what do I have? I started writing a list of all these different skills that I had, even when I didn't think I had many skills, I still wrote down a list of the qualities I have, of. The skills from the past that maybe I could apply to right now. And when I began asking those types of questions, I started attracting the people who needed my skill sets and services. And I finally started to make more money than ever before because I was thinking about serving others. I was thinking from a positive, grateful standpoint about helping others and starting a side hustle which turned into a business Instead of thinking negatively about not having any money or I'm sleeping on my sister's couch and why is it taking me so long to create this and I'll never make anything from this situation, I started focusing on how can I add value, as much value as possible to this one person in front of me right now. How can I serve them? How can I create for them? How can I connect someone to them that could help them? What can I do to add value and help someone else achieve their goals? Because I think as Zig Ziglar said, if you want to accomplish all of your goals, help other people accomplish their goals. And that's what I started focusing on. Not what I'm lacking, but how can I give and how can I add value to other people. When you focus outward on service, you start to really attract some incredible things in your life. It's unbelievable, the ripple effect, the domino effect, one person helping another person, how it comes back around to you.
2: If the sun is energy, and you sit outside and, uh, You know, you're enjoying the sun and it's nice and warm. Um, If you sit long enough, the concentration of energy on your face may cause a little bit of a tan, right? So it's going to cause your skin to get tanned. Agreed? So the energy is having an effect. The energy that's 93 million miles away, that's taking 8.8 minutes to reach my face from the sun can affect my skin, right? Now, what if... What if I took that sun and in between the sun and my face, okay, I, t- I took that, that light, right? You see? You see the light? If I took that light and focused it through the lens, concentrated it to my face, could I burn a hole in my skin? Or if I took one of my goal cards, right? This is my goal cards, right? If I took the sun, right, and i and I used it to magnify to increase the amplitude of the vibration of the energy called the sun through the magnifying glass you know, onto the paper, right? Could I burn a hole in the paper by focusing that energy? General sun, right, is general heat. But with a little bit of focus and concentration, right, I can increase the amplitude of the vibration of the sun. Now stay with me, watch this. What if I took the same sun, and instead of just focusing the sun a little bit, okay, a little bit, you know, between the sun and the paper, what if I reduced the energy or increase the amplitude of vibration so I can actually get a laser, single photon, same sun, but focused even more highly, Okay, could I use the energy of the sun to create a laser to burn through a piece of steel? Yes or yes? It's not a no, yes or no question. It's a yes or yes answer. Okay, why is this important? Okay, it's important because the more you learn to concentrate, Okay, the more you learn to concentrate your brain, the electromagnetic switching station that can be fragmented or focused on your vision, health goals, wealth goals, relationship goals, career goals, the more you can stop being distracted, the more you can concentrate the most powerful tool. Whoops. Okay, the most powerful electromagnetic switching station called your brain. Right? You activate that left prefrontal cortex, you activate the emotional parts of your brain, you activate the instinctual parts of your brain. The more you learn how to focus on your precise vision and goals and how you're going to achieve it, and then you take inspired action daily, the more you are concentrating this molecular structure called the human being to move towards the goal, but the more you are in resonance with exactly what you want to achieve. So, is it possible? that by learning how to do that, you can achieve your goals faster and easier than ever before. And the answer is absolutely. But you know what everybody thinks? Oh, I'm just going to like hope and pray and my goals are gonna become a reality. That is just bullshit. So stop fooling yourself, okay? I hope you don't mind a little bit of animation. So in the world that we live in, this is one of the other great laws, the law of cause and effect, okay? The law of cause and effect. For every effect, there's a cause. For every cause, there's an effect. So if you are um, thinking positively but feeling negatively, that is a self-fulfilling doom loop. Cause, effect, cause, effect. You have to do, okay, I'm going to type in something right now. S-E-M-P. All right, S-E-M-P. I just typed the word for you. S is you've got to get the spiritual energy, the emotional energy, the mental energy, and the physical energy in alignment. If any one of those four things is out of alignment, that would be like having your uh, dial on the radio station for classical music or jazz or rock and roll or love songs just a little bit off the station. Our universe operates by law and precision at the physical level, physical laws, at the quantum level, quantum laws. And yes, there's randomness in the quantum field, but it operates at lightning speeds perfectly every time, no exceptions.
3: See this line? That's called the terror barrier. Yeah, jumping at you, isn't it? And on the other side of the terror barrier is something we call freedom. And you know, very few people get through that terror barrier. It's rather sad. Freedom is available to everyone. There isn't anyone that cannot live the way they want to live. See? Why don't they? Why don't they? They don't know. And they don't even know they don't know. Now I'm going to show you why people experience buyer's remorse when they buy something they really want, and then they back away, or they go to move and they don't. They go to change jobs and they don't. They go to move to another city and they don't, why? Fear causes them to stay where they are. There's the individual, the X represents the unknown factor, the paradigm. Now there's a power flowing into this individual's mind and they can make anything out of it they want. Remember we said we had the ability to choose? What do they choose? They choose thoughts that are in harmony with the paradigm. Now here's an important point. The paradigm controls the vibration of this thing we call our body. Our body is a molecular instrument. That's really what it is. It's a mass of molecules and a very high speed of vibration. The vibration that the body's in on a conscious level we call feeling. When a person says they feel this way or they feel that way, what they're really doing is describing the vibration they're in. Now. They choose thoughts that harmonize with the vibration they're in, so they feel comfortable. They may not like the results, but they're comfortable. Now let's move ahead. Let's take a look here. Those people are getting X type results and they don't like it. Do you know what the problem with them? They're in bondage. These people are locked up. Do you know, paradigm is like keeping a person in a prison, only there's no locks on the door they can open the prison and walk out into freedom anytime they want, and they don't. They keep getting the same results over and over and over again. They're in bondage. Now, let's go ahead. Here's the same person. X-type conditioning, X-type vibration. The power's flowing into them, and for some strange reason from left field, boom, in comes a Y-type idea. What is a Y-type idea? The Y-type idea represents anything that you might want to do that you're not doing yet might be moved to another city, change jobs, sell the house, buy the farm, whatever it may be. Ask the little girl for the date. Ask the guy to go to lunch. Go make the sale. Buy what you want. Go where you want to go. That's the why idea. But as long as the why idea is just in the conscious mind, it's just gonna be an intellectual exercise. It's never gonna happen. So how do we make it happen? Well, that's when everything goes haywire. Here we are here, same person, okay? The power flows in, and what do they do? They got the Y-type idea. Now, for some strange reason, they know that they've gotta get emotionally involved if they're gonna act on that idea. They don't understand what's gonna happen, but clearly understand this. Your central nervous system is the most complex electrical system in the universe. The central nervous system is mind boggling. It would make the electrical system in a supercomputer look like a toy. Now the second you take the idea from your intellect and impress it upon the subject of mind, that's when all hell breaks loose. Because the body moves in to an XY vibration. It's not in the X vibration. Not the one that we're comfortable with. May not like the results, but we're comfortable. No, on a conscious level, Everything's going crazy on a conscious level. We experience doubt The doubt turns into an emotion called fear and that fear is expressed through the body as anxiety. See that person is getting emotionally involved to move ahead. Do you know what happens? They hit that terror barrier and they bounce off it and right back into bondage. And they're so relieved to get back there. They're back where they're comfortable. They've canceled the sale. They've decided not to move. They're gonna stay in the job that they don't like. At least they're comfortable. Now, that's not a very good way to live. And you know something? That's something everybody experiences if they're gonna grow. You're gonna hit that terror barrier. See, the terror barrier is going beyond where you're at, going to a new level. I'm gonna tell you something. When I set a goal, if, if, if it doesn't scare and excite me at the same time, I know I'm going in the wrong direction. Now, I also understand that my paradigm is going to try and get me to bounce back to where I was. It doesn't want me to move ahead. I don't want to live there. I've lived there for the first 26 years of my life. And for the last 50, I've had a phenomenal life. And it just keeps getting better. And I want you to do the same thing. Understand what I've just said. I'm going to back this up. They got emotionally involved in the why idea. That moved their body into a different vibration. On a conscious level, they're experiencing some crazy stuff. They start to doubt their ability. They'll never be able to pay for it. They they experience fear. The fear expresses itself as anxiety. And bang, you bounce off that terror barrier, and you're right back. Oh, I might not be earning much here, but I know what it is. I, I, I would love to move there, but I'm comfortable here. I think I'll just stay here. These people are acting like they have a contract to live forever, and they don't. Do you know what to do? Say, I'm gonna get rid of all that. I understand it's there, but I don't want any part of it. And I'm gonna go crashing right through that terror barrier. Now, does that get rid of the X energy? No, the X energy is still there, you see. But at least you're over into freedom. You made the move, you did it. And if you continue to feed the right information into your mind, Keep feeding that why idea. Keep getting emotionally involved in the why idea. You're there. You're on the road. Keep doing that. You're going to find that the paradigm is going to change, and it'll just all go away. And you know where you're living? In freedom. You're living where you want to live. Buyer's remorse is when you cancel a sale. Buyer's remorse is when you stop just before you buy what you really want before you go for the thing that's going to change your life and you know it. It's not moving to the other city. It's not starting the business of your dreams. It's not stepping out and betting on yourself. That's a terror barrier that's causing that. And if you don't learn to go through the terror barrier, I'm going to tell you something, you're going to stay right where you are for the rest of your days. That's not a good place to be. What did Joseph Campbell say? So true. The cave you fear to enter holds the treasure
4: you seek. Someone who has some faith in a God or in a temple or whatever, who is how simple-minded. Faith works only for those people who are simple-minded. Thinking people, people who are too much thinking, for them it never works. A childlike person who has a simple faith in his God or his temple or whatever, he goes to the temple and says, Shiva I want a house I don't know how you must make it for me now in his mind there are no negative thoughts will it happen will it not happen is it possible is it not possible these things are completely removed by the simple act of faith now he believes Shiva will do it for him and it will happen so is Shiva going to come and build your house no I want you to understand God will not lift his little finger for you what you refer to as God is the source of creation. As a creator, he has done a phenomenal job, there's no question about it. Could you think of a better creation than this? Is it in anybody's imagination to think anything better than what is there right now? So as a creator, he has done his job wonderfully well. But if you want life to happen the way you want it, because right now, the very crux of your happiness and your well-being is this, If at all, if you're unhappy, (laughs) the only and only reason why you're unhappy is, life is not happening the way you think it should happen. That's all it is. So if life is not happening the way you think it should happen, you're unhappy. If life happens the way you think it should happen, you're happy. It's as simple as that.
5: The reason why you are not chasing your big dream is because you're afraid that it's going to fail. You're afraid that it's not going to work and what people will say about you and what you will think about yourself. But what's the alternative? It's sitting on your idea for years, never taking your shot because you're afraid and living the rest of your life in regret, knowing that you had an opportunity, but were too afraid to take it. The way to not have regrets is to be always taking action to as soon as you get an idea, go do something about it. I had a great podcast with my friend Mark Drager uh, a couple weeks ago, a month ago or so, where He was asking me about regret. And I used to always tell this story of, imagine you have a hangnail, and how much that hurts, and it's all you can think about when you have a hangnail. But if somebody punches you in the arm, you don't feel the hangnail anymore because this hurts more. Right? You focus on what hurts more and suddenly this one doesn't hurt as much. That's how I would use regret I would always think about whatever pain that I'm in right now this thing that I want to do But I'm afraid I would imagine that this thing is going to be the best thing of all time that this video I'm going to make this speech I'm going to give this client I'm going to meet is going to be the best of all time and if I don't do it I'm going to regret it for the rest of my life for decades I'm going to regret not taking action and so The pain of doing the thing is the hangnail and the future pain of regret for decades is the punch to the arm And so it inflicts so much pain on me that then I have to go off and do that thing and I used that for (sighs) Over a decade Over a decade. That's the lens through which I made decisions and saw the world But for the past two years. I haven't done that at all. I haven't talked about it. I haven't done it for myself because I, I talk about the things that I live and I'm thinking why why don't I do that anymore why don't I use future regret to fuel me and I found this because I'm always taking action because as soon as I get an idea I do something and so I don't judge the idea I don't say why me I don't ponder on the idea I don't I don't just default to strategizing the thinking I don't think why did I come up with this why am I thinking about this I just do it you get an idea you go off and do it and that's been my mindset for the past year and a half, two years. And as a result, the breakthrough was you don't live with regret. If you're always taking action on the ideas that you have, you don't live with regret. You might regret some of the things that you end up doing, but most of the things that you regret another things done is the actions undone, uh, not undone, not taken <laughs> the action is not taken you don't regret the things that you did you regret the things that you didn't do that's most people right there may be a couple things that you regret that you did but for the most part it's the things that you are too afraid to do that you regret for the rest of your life and so if you're constantly doing if you're constantly taking action if you're always jumping then you don't have regrets and it's been an interesting way that I now see the world and hopefully you can learn from. As soon as you get an idea, you go off and you do something. You do that, you won't have any regrets.
6: The Newtonian world is all about the predictable. It's all about predicting a future. But the quantum model of reality is is about causing an effect. The moment you start feeling abundant and worthy, you are generating wealth. The moment you're empowered and feel it, you're beginning to step towards your success. The moment you start feeling whole, Your healing begins and when you love yourself and you love all of life, you'll create an equal and now you're causing an effect And I think that's the the difference between living as a victim in your world saying I am this way because of this person or that thing or this experience. They made me think and feel this way When you switch that around you become a creator of your world and you start saying my thinking and my feeling is changing an outcome in my life and now That's a whole different game and we start believing more that we're creators of reality. How do we then go
1: from that, like mechanistically, Mm -hmm. to begin this visualization process of something that's empowering, it's me in a different state, it's my future self, is it
6: meditation, is it, what does that look like? If you're not being defined by a vision of the future, then you're left with the old memories of the past and you will be predictable in your life. And if you wake up in the morning and you're not being defined by a vision in the future, as you see the same people and you go to the same places and you do the exact same thing at the exact same time, it's no longer that your personality is creating your personal reality. Now your personal reality is affecting or creating your personality. Your environment is really controlling how you think and feel unconsciously. Because every person, everything, every place, every experience has a neurological network in your brain. Every experience that you have with every person produces an emotion. So some people will use their boss to reaffirm their addiction to judgment. They'll use their enemy to reaffirm their addiction to hatred. They'll use their friends to reaffirm their addiction to suffering. So now they need the outer world to feel something. So to change then is to be greater than your environment, to be greater than the conditions in your world and the environment is that seductive. So then why is meditation the tool? Well. Let's sit down. Let's close our eyes. Let's disconnect from your outer environment. So if you're seeing less things, there's less stimulation going to your brain. If you're playing soft music or you have earplugs in, less sensory information coming to your brain. So you're disconnecting from your environment. If you can sit your body down and tell it to stay like an animal, stay right here. I'm going to feed you when we're done. You can get up and check your emails. You can do all your texts, but right now, you're going to sit there and obey me. So then, when you do that properly, and you're not eating anything or smelling anything or tasting anything, you're not up experiencing and feeling anything, you would have to agree with me that you're being defined by a thought, right? So when the body wants to go back to its emotional past, and you become aware that your attention is on that emotion and where you place your attention is where you place your energy you're siphoning your energy out of the present moment into the past and you become aware of that and you settle your body back down in the present moment because it's saying well it's eight o'clock you normally get upset because you're in traffic around this time and here you are sitting and we're used to feeling angered and you're off schedule oh it's 11 o'clock and you usually check your emails and judge everybody well the body's looking for that, that predictable chemical state. Every time you become aware that you're doing that and your body is craving those emotions and you settle it back down into the present moment, you're telling the body it's no longer the mind, that you're the mind, and now your will is getting greater than the program. And if you keep doing this over and over again, over and over again, over and over again, just like training a stallion or a dog, it's just gonna say, I'm gonna sit and the moment that happens when the body is no longer the mind when it finally surrenders there's a liberation of energy we go from particle to wave from matter to energy and we free ourselves from the chains of those emotions that keep us in the in the familiar past and we've seen this thousands of times in fact we can actually predict it now
7: when we stop expecting things to be the way that we think they should be, when we stop forcing outcomes, and when we start allowing what is of the highest good to be our only agenda, our only intention, that's when the universe truly has our back. That's when we can live what it means to surrender. True surrender comes when we stop praying for what we think we need and we start connecting and grounding in what could possibly be of the highest good for all. And when we stop praying for what we think we need and we start allowing what is of the highest good for all. So true manifesting is about receiving what is of the highest good for all. And it begins not just with what will, how will I get what is of the highest good, but how can I be open to what is of the highest good? How can I open up my consciousness to release what I think I need and get grounded in what is possible and what is of the highest good, not just for me and my agenda, but the highest good for all? That's the message. So you're doing everything right in that you're open to a spiritual practice you're willing to grow you're showing up for your practice you're reading books you're doing the work you're here on dear gabby you're showing up you're showing up you're showing up you're doing a lot of doing though and you're also doing a lot of expecting and so a lot of doing and a lot of expecting are two major blocks to your ability to attract what it is that you want into your life and so it's the doing 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 that actually creates sort of a manic manifesting vibration which is how do I get that how do, what am I what do I do next got to do this thing next next, got to do this thing next. And that lacks the belief system that I can be still and I can allow. That's number one. Number two, being in the expectation of what you think things should be is another block to your manifesting power and your super attractor power, which is what I call it, because your expectations are limiting the possibilities Your expectations are limiting the highest good, as this card says. So when we start to pray for what is of the highest good rather than intend and pray for what we think we need, that's when the universe can conspire with what it is that is of the highest good for all. So ultimately what's happening is all the doing, doing, doing is energetically blocking And all the expecting, expecting, expecting is blocking the manifestation as well because when you're in this tunnel vision of expectation, it should be this way. I should be further along. I shouldn't be here. What's happening is you're missing the opportunity to recognize where you are, how great things are in this moment, what is possible in this moment, the creative possibility in this moment, the exciting potential in this moment. You're blocking blocking it, blocking it, blocking it, blocking it, blocking it, blocking it, I want you to sit on your ass. I want you to stop doing, doing, doing. I want you to start being, 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 which is what you also said. You're actually dear Gabby,ing yourself. You said, I want to embody the feeling. I want to embody the emotion. The being is a presence. It's an energy. It's a state. It's not an action. True manifesting does require us to show up for our desires you know, you got to pick up the phone and then call the job interview and you have to ask for the date and you have to, to do whatever it is that you want to create. But ultimately, the greatest source of power that we have to attract what we want is how we feel.
8: Everyone wants to manifest things fast. We are in a society where everything can happen instantly. Remember the old days where you had to go to a library to learn about something or research about something? Anything you were curious about, you had to go to the library and actually look it up. And now we can literally have the answer to any question that pops into our mind within 30 seconds or less through a smartphone. Times have changed a lot. We expect things immediate and fast, and of course the same applies to manifesting. We think of something we want, we ask for it, we hold the space, we follow the steps, and then we want it right now. And I totally get it. That's normal based on the way we're programmed in society. It's the instant gratification that we are programmed to expect. But when it comes to manifesting, time really is an illusion because everything you desire is already here and it already exists. You just have to align with it and attract it. Typically what I see with a lot of clients and even personal friends is that they follow a few steps and they think they did everything correctly, but then when it doesn't show up right away or by the deadline that they set, they panic or get frustrated or just give up. But the thing about manifesting is that the magic truly happens when it looks like that thing isn't happening and isn't going to show up and then the very last second it shows up anyway. There is this beauty and power and magic in creation. So let's get into this powerful manifesting hack that I swear by, but also let me be clear. It's not up to you to control the timing or force anything to happen based on what you think is best. It's more about allowing, but this hack will make your manifestation show up much more quickly than if you hadn't used this. So here it goes. I always say what you expect is what you attract, because expectations are a fundamental force in what you experience. Think about all of the expectations you have on a daily basis. You expect to wake up, maybe at a certain time, maybe not, You expect to have coffee or tea or eat breakfast or not. You expect to maybe go to work or you have a morning workout. You expect to eat at a certain time, be home at a certain time, go to bed at a certain time. You expect to see certain people, talk to certain people, experience certain things throughout your day, and in turn, that creates your reality. These are all expectations that you've created based on your routine. But imagine if you expected the thing that you want as being real. What if you were able to shift into a certain energetic frequency to attract much quicker? This is what I want to show you how to do right now. So here's how it all works and what to do. The way this hack works is by shifting energies and changing your expectations because what you expect is what you attract. I'll be saying this a lot because I have to drive this one home. It's so important. What you expect is what you attract. So, in order to do this manifesting hack, you're gonna to have to grab a paper and pen and let's get started. The first thing you're going to do is write down the words, I am certain, followed by whatever it is that you intend to manifest. And I mean, actually write it. Don't just type this on your computer. Don't just say this in your mind. In order for this manifesting hack to truly work, you have to write it down on paper. So you're going to write down the words, I am certain, and then insert the thing that you intend to manifest, but do it in present tense. It is so important that you actually write this because there is power and scientific proof that writing things down helps solidify in your mind. So don't skip this step, get off your chair, go get that paper and pen and actually write the words. I am certain, followed by the intention of what you want. And make sure you write this in present tense, that's extremely important to note. So for example, I am certain that I have blank. I am certain that blank is mine. I am certain that I have more money than I know what to do with. I am certain that I have the most amazing, supportive, loving partner. I am certain that this is mine. So you write down the words, I am certain, followed by a statement of the thing that you intend to manifest in present tense as if it's already here and that you're certain of it. And after you write it down, I want you to sit in the feeling and the energy of being certain that it's yours for as long as you need. And this feeling of certainty can feel different for each person. Maybe it just feels like this wave of comfort and relief that you are so certain of it that you don't have to worry about when and how. Just feel the feelings of being 100% totally certain that it's going to happen and it's so obvious that you can't imagine it not happening. Just like how you were totally certain of the things that you expect throughout your day, explore the feeling of certainty that this thing will for sure happen no matter what. What does that feel like to you? And I know that you probably want an exact amount of time to sit in this feeling, but the amount of time that you need is different for each and every person. It's based on your thoughts and your beliefs and your resistance about this thing that you want. It'll determine how long you need to stay in this feeling. So I can't give you an exact answer of like 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour. Do what feels best for you. You will know how long to do it, based on how you feel so trust that and trust yourself when you use this manifesting hack you are tapping into the same energetic frequency of the thing that you want and therefore you're attracting it much more quickly the feeling of certainty has a really powerful energetic force behind it because it shapes your physical reality so if you are putting out the energy of certainty that you know and expect it fully that it will show up It sets forth an activation of your desire. Did you know that there are actually six principles that when used in a specific order, create an activation for your desire to show up in your reality? Yes, this is really how it works. And it really is that simple. And I've developed an entire system that shows you exactly what to do, when to do it and how inside of the manifesting activation system. This system works for each and everything that you intend to manifest using a combination of quantum physics energy work, subconscious programming, and mindset work designed to clear resistance, shift your energy, and create new beliefs and expectations about what you get to have. It's truly groundbreaking, and the results are incredible.
5: Because you made it this far in a video, I want to celebrate you. Most people start and don't finish. Most people never actually follow through. Most people say they want something, but they don't ever do the work to actually get it. But you're different. You are special. Believe Nation, you made it here all the way to the end and I love you, so as a special celebration, if you put a hashtag believe down in the comments below on this video, I will showcase you and celebrate you somewhere on the screen in a future video because you are awesome. If you want to activate the law of attraction, check the video right there next to me. I think you'll love it. Continue to believe and I'll see you there.
8: Everybody, at least kind of in the mass market, what you're trained to
0: think about when you think about manifesting is vision boards. Mm -hmm. And when you hear the word vision boards, you think about the big stuff.